In your book, Treadmill to Oblivion, mm -hmm. you say that radio is dying, that the giveaway programs forced people to give away their radios. That's In fact, right. you call giveaway quiz programs the buzzards of radio. That's true. How did you try to handle the situation when Stop the Music came on at the same time as your Sunday night show and um, took over? Uh, well, we were an old show. I mean, uh, Stop the Music can't take all the credit. The problem came when, when Jack Benny and Amos and Andy and Edgar Bergen all went over to the other network and our show was left alone. We stayed with NBC and uh, we were sort of vulner vulnerable because most of the audience up until... Uh, 8.30 went over to the other network, or 8 o'clock, I guess it was. And we were a show that was 18 years old, and consequently a new show, which appealed to greed and, uh, you know, the, supposedly the money was available for people. Actually, it wasn't. That's, that's explained in the book, too. But uh, the coming of the quiz show showed that the interest in the uh, advertising uh, part of the business, the, the advertising money supports the, the programs, and uh, they were interested in the cheaper shows that would get the larger audiences for their advertising purposes. They had no interest in the development of talent or in the quality of the shows, and consequently, when the quiz shows were cheap, then they became very popular, not because they, the public wanted them or because they were exceptionally good. It was principally because they were cheaper. And uh, I could see that uh, nobody's going to... Uh, that's also explained in the book, too, that nobody... Uh, profited except the man who owned the quiz show. The network didn't profit it because they were advertising 20 products who were giving their products to the, the people who owned the the quiz show to advertise for nothing as far as the sponsor was concerned. They had no musicians on They had nobody on there. Did you start giving away things on um, Alan Oh, Valley? yes. We, we insured our audience. We tried to get Lloyds of London to uh, uh, take our show and insure us. If you were listening to, if you were listening to us and the stopped music called you up, and you lost anything, we would pay you up to $5,000. But we had a British gentleman over here. We couldn't convince him what this deal was. And uh, we gave up with Lloyd's, and uh, we finally went to, uh, I think, the National Surety Corporation, and we uh, put a bond up with them, and they took the case. They took the insurance over for us. It, Fred Allen, your, your troubles with radio That's executives... That's explained in the book. And two or three people who tried to uh, bilk us... Mm -hmm. Indirectly, didn't work out though. You didn't have to pay. Uh, we didn't because legally we there, there was they had no uh, premise on which to base their claims. 